0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to Russell Rock with Rick Connor. What the f was that entire freaking promo about? Mark Wahlberg.
1: She's like the James Ell- Ellsworth of women. And Corey
0: Castle.
2: I look like Paul London and Brian Kendrick mixed.
0: <laughs> hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of Russell Rock. Yay, we're all back home. Everybody's everybody's doing well on this uh, Americana weekend. What's going on, everybody? Happy Fourth, folks! Happy Fourth! They we're setting off fireworks in my neighborhood till about one thirty in the morning, like the big, you know, illegal Johns. I couldn't, I couldn't get a damn week of sleep.
1: They're they're all legal now in Pennsylvania, so it's like, uh, it's the first time anybody's actually had access to like fireworks in a very long time. So I think they're going a little, a little overboard with them, but. Hey man, enjoy, whoa, whoa, whoa. enjoy it because they're I fine. Sl-
2: I slept right through all of it.
0: Right? Really? Yeah,
2: I like went to a family barbecue and I got home at like seven, and I just took a shower and went right to sleep.
1: <laughs> and... Well, I, I live at one of, as you guys know, I live at one of Ground Zero, one of the Ground Zeroes for the Philadelphia ride when the rides were in Philly. So like, my neighborhood's always active. So if it ain't cops, it's firemen. If it ain't so I just sleep through all of that now.
0: Fireworks, fireworks are nothing compared to what I listen to all day. <laughs> yeah, my dog was going nuts. The fireworks were, like, right outside my window. So not only do you get woken up by this giant boom, but the whole room's wet up and everything else. It's not fun. But uh, whatever. America, I guess. America. Man. Let
2: them America. enjoy it. Yeah. Well, like, the, the, like, the, the fireworks at the art museum got canceled, right? So... Yeah, everyone decided to do their own thing.
1: I was uh, I was bartender right down the street from where they they light the fireworks off, and it was kind of sad. It was kind of sad, like for like, because I think the last three years I've walked down to the art museum and watched the, the show because I'm only I'm only fifteen, no, maybe nine blocks, ten blocks from there. So it's like a, it's a cake to just it's just cake. We meet up here, have drinks, and then just walk down and watch it. So it was it was kinda of sad. So I was I was kinda of happy I was that just working. But, so uh, you
2: went you were sad and happy at the same time?
1: Well, I made money. <laughs> 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 Which is something I haven't done since uh pretty much like January. <laughs> With everything going on.
0: The only cure for sadness right there is just money. No,
1: money. money. <laughs> so, yeah,
0: this really sucks, but you know, I'm getting paid for it. So I'm good. Yeah.
1: And I can buy blow your cool, blow your nose I, on some cats. I can buy cool redneck hats
2: like this. Yeah. <laughs> best pro shops. Yeah,
0: man. Go fish it. Something sound America. <laughs> oh, Sorry, man. I thought this was America. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to uh, I want to get started with uh, what we were just talking about off air. Uh, with the uh, Drew McIntyre and Conor McGregor going at each other a little bit on Twitter here. Um, this isn't something I don't think. This doesn't sound like it's anything that's uh, that's a work or anything like that. And there's not there's not really rumors or anything of uh, Conor McGregor coming to WWE at least not recently. Um, Conor McGregor retired a while back uh, for the third time, I think. It's a, he's pulling a Terry Funk, uh, but he tweeted out he's uh, he's notorious uh, for retiring. Notorious, yes. Notorious MMA. Um, <laughs> so he tweet- He put out on, on Twitter, a picture of him with the uh, WWE championship, uh, as well as one of the uh, the UFC belts his- on his Instagram, rather, excuse me, and he captioned it, McMahon versus McGregor CEO flash match, and uh, apparently Drew McIntyre got really pissed off about this and fired back, he said, uh, big man at the Notorious MMA, picking a fight with another 70-year-old, you couldn't drop a guy in a pub. You have no chance against Vince. You're just a, the latest guy thinking you can have his PR team stick my title on his shoulder and walk into our world. Stick the whiskey, McTapper. Uh, uh, yeah, so that just doesn't sound like something that's uh, that came out of the WWE creative team, the writers. Well,
1: like I said earlier, if he's sticking to whiskey, then he's in a lot of trouble because that whiskey sucks. So- <laughs> <And> that- <laughs> whiskey drinker on a regular basis that I guess, you know, Jersey City, it's as good as it gets. That's where it's bottled. Uh, but I think, like I said, I know Conor McGregor because, you know, I'm, I'm a big UFC guy and he likes to do this stuff. He likes to scream out into the void and see who, like, actually latches on and then he tries to, like Corey was saying, become relevant again because he tends to retire. He What he does is he wears out his welcome. He retires and then... And he waits, he gives himself enough time where people forget how much of a pain he is. And then he comes back and he starts throwing jabs out. And I guess uh, maybe UFC is just tired of him. So maybe he thinks he can throw his hat in the WWE ring. And uh, I'll tell you right now, Vince would be stupid not to bring him in. I just don't see Drew McIntyre being the guy because Drew's a foot taller than him and 130 pounds easily, heavier than him, 120 pounds heavier than him. It would be such a mismatch, yeah. and then they would make Connor win, so Drew Drew would look terrible.
0: Yeah, I mean they did something similar with uh, the Big Show and and uh, Mayweather. Uh, like, right. yeah, Mayweather's a badass in boxing, but it's like, you know, it's the Big Show, and this isn't a boxing match. So how does Big Show lose? Like it doesn't. It didn't make much sense. And they right, they, with-
2: they had him cheat with brass knuckles. That's how he. He beat him with brass knuckles. Otherwise, he wouldn't have beat him because Big Show was too much of a task for Conor yeah. McGregor. That's why the psychology was that he had to be a he had to be a cheater to beat
1: him. And the funniest thing was that was probably one of the biggest times that Big Show was a face in WWE. Everybody, yeah. everybody hated Mayweather so bad. Like I, I haven't seen you know Paul White that over, and I don't know how long.
2: Like, that was a fun mm-hmm. program no, and- Well, have you watched the sitcom?
0: Oh god. I, <laughs> I couldn't get have
2: through. Have you two- watched his I'm Netflix not- show? He's over there.
1: I couldn't get over <laughs> I couldn't get through two episodes. <laughs>
2: I it's very I- it's very exactly what you expected to be. Like there's nothing nothing exciting, no like no like real like angle that, that you didn't expect it to go down. Like, oh he's a retired wrestler. And now his daughter has moved to Florida to live with her dad, who's a retired wrestler. And I, that's exactly everything you expect it to be is going to be that.
1: If I had kids, it would be a fun, like, little sitcom to watch with them. But like, as a guy who doesn't have kids, the the jokes don't land. Uh, you know, I wish them the best. If it's if the show's doing well, that's awesome. But it's just not a show for me. That's all.
0: Not, well, it's, it's
2: very laugh track, very canned yeah. canned laughter, low-hanging fruit, like nothing really like edgy or funny, like really that funny. It's just like simple, like, oh, the husband's a dingbat and the wife is the smart one. And like that's every sitcom that there is.
1: Yeah, well, it's all PC, it's all PC, you know, jokes. So everything's very there's gonna be no edge to it. There's safe. gonna be nothing. But you know what? Like right. like it's, it's very safe. Good for him, like to have the show. Like and if it did well, that's awesome. I don't know.
0: I can't. uh, I can't. I just can't bring myself to watch it. Um, Just people keep on telling me how bad it is, and it just sounds like like one of those terrible WB shows from you know from the early two thousands, late nineties.
2: Yeah, it's like Moesha with the Big Show instead of (laughs) Brandy. I think we're also spoiled
1: because we're all older guys, and we yeah we're we're older. With you know Corey's younger than us, but we're older. Where we grew up on, like, no PC, like sitcoms like Married with Children, and a lot of shows that pushed the envelope. And then before that, it was you know like intelligent comedies like Seinfeld and like Cheers, where the, the jokes were just more highbrow and and funnier. And now everything because the way culture is right now, it's just it's just sanitized. That's all. But like, mm-hmm. cool man, like. Good for him. I'm glad he's doing something that he can transfer over once wrestling's over because he's right now, he's just the next guy that Randy Orton's going to demolish until Edge comes back. So, and that's that's the position he's, he should be in.
2: Well, you know, I'll tell you, though, that- it's this
0: What was the s- <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> well, Go ahead.
2: well, the joke was gonna, I was gonna say it's the speed bump, but.
0: God. <laughs> say what you were going to say. Uh, no, I was just going to say that uh, the promo on Raw with Orton actually made me want to see that, uh, that program. It made me want to see that match. Um, Orton is killing it right now with everything. And uh, if if it's going to be Orton and Cho and, and uh, Extreme Rules, and if they can... If they can pull this out in 2020, like this, definitely sounds on paper. It sounds like a match that we don't need in 2020. But if they can make it work, um, obviously we're not going to get another Edge versus Randy Orton in this match. But uh, if we, you know, if we get like a really solid match out of these two, I I think it's going to be great. Well,
1: if anything, um, with Orton should be able to get what he, the best he can get out of Big Show with his, his limited mobility nowadays. And, you know, they, they've worked together before. They, they know what they're doing. And they'll figure it out to make the, show, the, the match entertaining. You know? Yeah.
2: yeah. They, they, they are familiar with what the limitations are. So they're going to be able to probably knock it out of the park for what it is. Honestly, I think it's, you know, it's going to be exactly what it'll be. If it's, as, if it's half as good as Orton versus Edge, it'll be really good. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to
1: you know Randy demolishing the Big Show next, and then we see where it goes from there. Like I, I don't know who does he turn on Ric Flair after that? You know because that's the only legend sitting around. Uh I would do that sooner or later and make Randy look even worse as a bad guy. You know what
2: they? You know what they could do? You know what they could do? Just like they did, like when. Kevin Nash and Scott Hall left for WCW like and they they did like the fake diesel fake uh razor. They could do that with like they could do that with like The Rhodes. They could do that with Cody and <laughs> a fake Cody Rhodes and a a fake Gold Dust. Stardust and Stardust and Gold Dust and they just have Orton beating the crap out of them. It would be the same exact like the same exact thing as the m- smashing the the chair or throne or whatever it was—it's like nobody gives a crap, really. <laughs> you're you're throwing jabs that. Uh, what what's it doing?
0: Yeah, they're still throwing those jabs too. So we saw right. we saw, um, well, the AEW show the, the name. Yeah, the
2: name of the Great American Bash was. It didn't need to be there. I mean, the the best yeah. part about it was the ropes. The best part about
1: it was the red, white, and blue ropes. They need to have that all the time. I don't know. Um we could talk about it. I mean, besides Raw, the best thing on Raw was I think Bobby Lashley just destroying everybody. I thought that was really well done. Uh, I really like how they're building him to be a monster. You know, yeah, you because know, basically, you know, Drew didn't beat him the last match they had. It was Lana came out, and messed the match up, and cost Bobby the match. So they can still build Bobby up to beat his destroyer and uh but
2: well, well,
1: that was, i almost picked that as what my if they had who wins wrestling until he lost was seeing ricochet back on television got me excited for like two seconds i was like oh he's back and then he got cremated. <laughs> you know, like,
0: yeah. but uh it was awful
1: the american bash the first half was okay uh rhea ripley beating up two people at once was kind of corny. <laughs> i was gonna
2: i was gonna bring that up too how like stupid that was that was she it tapped,
1: was just corny it was she, she tapped two people at once like yeah what what did, but that, that doesn't that, look good I mean, for rob echoes no where does it go anyway uh, you're looking at this woman they keep making look look like she's this devastating wrestler and then she got beat by Charlotte Flair. it's always like Charlotte Flair's that like boss battle, like you used to call them Corey, like boss battle level bad guys where like you just can't get past them, like Braun Strowman used to be. But then if they're making Rhea Ripley look this strong, but then she still can't beat Charlotte in the end. And it, it just makes no sense. She literally tapped two people out at once with the same move. I don't know. Uh if it,
0: it, was, it was cool, looking. it didn't. It was cool. I thought I thought it was all right. It felt like they, um, uh, like they just didn't have anything for her, but they don't want to, like they didn't, they don't want to shove her right back into the main event and right back into title matches. So they had to keep her strong, and for some reason the the, the way they thought that they had to keep her strong was to be two people at once. It was like they had literally no other idea than than to do that. Um, I don't know. It's, it's like we were talking about last week, how NXT creative is kind of dropping lately, and uh, I think that's a... that's a, uh, This is a an example of that.
1: Go ahead, Corey. I saw you in.
2: Oh, so, yeah. I, did, I was surprised they did, like, the intergender stuff with that. Like, I was surprised that they had stuff going on between uh, male and female. Like, granted, like, he, he didn't get much offense in, but, like, if he got any in, like, I was surprised that they let that happen.
0: Well, yeah, that's the that's the thing is that um, you can have an intergender match as long as the man doesn't hit the woman at all. <laughs> it's like they did the same <laughs> thing with, um, with Asuka and uh, um, James Ellsworth. It's like you can have that match, but, like, Ellsworth didn't get in any offense at all, and I think there was, like, outside interference by a woman, and that's how – like they they managed to get away with it. Well, they, they did so, the same thing on they how, did the same thing on Raw.
1: They had Sasha Banks strike uh, Drew McIntyre, but yeah, you know, neither McIntyre or Ziggler touched either one of the women the entire match. So they do the intergender. How, how is that? equal?
2: How is that
0: equal though? <laughs> I'm not getting um, it.
2: That's. I'm thinking <laughs> real hard about it.
0: I, I mean, uh, it's
2: I'm, it's not, it's not, no one's really punching anyone. It's a work. Like, everyone knows that going into it. Like, is is he going to throw like a, is he going to throw a stompy punch and then they're going to cancel him for it? Is that what's going to happen? We're gonna go, oh, look at that! look at back at the footage. He struck a woman. Yes, but he also, he also, she also sold it and it was all part of the production. It's what we're doing. Yeah, I know. I know. It's. It's yeah, just I a bunch it, of
0: silliness. It doesn't really make any sense to me, but uh, I just feel like it's their policy, I guess. Somehow, somehow, it makes sense to them that like a woman can hit a man, but a man can't hit a woman. Like we can't show that. Like somehow or another, that's domestic violence or something like that. Like that's some kind of uh, sexism or something, something along those lines.
1: I'm Not worried about it. It's whatever. Cool.
0: It's just,
2: um, is. Is your guys' audio skipping a lot, or is that
0: just me hearing it? You guys are coming through pretty clear for me.
1: I'm clear. Oh, okay. It might be just your phone might be having issues.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: (laughs) Can't catch a break today.
0: (laughs) (laughs) just decided to kill him just to to die on him earlier, so we had to start the show a little later. Now he's having phone issues as well. Besides that, man, I wasn't really
1: thrilled with the four-way girls match. I I kind of thought Dakota Kai was finally going to get her chance, and then they gave it to Tegan Knox for the uh, for the title. And I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not really sold on Tegan Knox. I don't think she's as good as everybody pushes her to be. And I guess they're going to extend Mia Yim and and uh, what's her name? Why do I always forget her name? The uh, evil pixie. <laughs> uh, Candice LeRae? I don't I don't know know is Candice Larrae. Candice You. I don't know.
2: Maybe maybe they'll do some more when, What's that? When is Mercedes Martinez coming in? That's when all. Especially right. having
1: her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of excited for her to come in because I really like her.
0: Yeah, man. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. Me too. Uh, I've always liked Mercedes I, thought, I thought, thought she was one of the best women out there um, I'm pissed that it's Like taking this long to, to, For anybody to pick her up Like I think she did some work in Impact But other than that She did Impact and she, she had
1: one or two matches in AEW And then just faded away out of there um, uh, Besides that NXT should never have a strap match again <laughs> That was very long and very boring uh, like I said, <laughs> Roderick did his best he could, but a really bad storyline and a bad, you know, bad setup. And uh, the main event, I thought I enjoyed the main event because uh, I'm liking that Sasha Banks is getting more TV time because uh, I think people need to be reminded of how good Sasha Banks really is. Uh, she kind of like faded into obscurity and and then became like Bailey's lackey. And it's a, it's a shame because how good she is. And uh, she was actually the better wrestler between her and Io Shirai. You know? and, uh, yeah. And.
2: Yeah, Io Shirai, has those like she. I I stand by the fact that like she, she could be way better. But she, you know, maybe eventually she will be really good. But right now I don't see it.
1: And I guess, I guess they're going to do a thing with Asuka and Io Shirai now that uh. Kyrie Saint's done. Supposedly, Kyrie Saint's going away. I don't know if she's is retiring she- or what, but she's supposed to go back home. She got married, and she hasn't seen her husband since they got married. And it's been almost a year or something like that, so she's going home to spend time with her husband, and there's rumors that she may retire. So her her last match on WWE is Nia Jax splitting her head wide open and pinning her, and that's going to be her last match. And. <laughs>
0: Uh, <laughs> is it just, is it just um, EOS not, or not EOS, right? Um, Carrie Sainz is just not resigning, or are they getting rid of her? I think she's not resigning.
1: Okay. I, I think she's going to end up, there's rumors that she wants to retire. There's rumors that she's just, I guess, because of her size, she's probably taking a beating. And those last couple concussions she su- suffered from uh, Nia Jax didn't really help what's going on with her. Yeah. I mean, so.
0: if they put her if they put her in the ring with, like, you know, Liv Morgan or, you know, somebody more her speed, more her size, and that put her against Nia Jax, who put her on the shelf goddamn twice, maybe she would be beat up a little bit less. Just saying. Maybe they're getting rid of the wrong girl. That's all I'm saying. Maybe the wrong girl is retiring.
1: <laughs> <sighs> and it's, it's already been said. Right, by- I mean,
0: does it's does already- anybody remember um uh what's her name? Uh Kari Sane in NXT and winning the, the goddamn Maeon classic? Like she's good. She's, she's really good. Right? She's retiring now because some talentless hack decided to put her on the shelf twice. It's infuriating. It's John How does she not right? part of, Can How we,
2: does she still <laughs> because up? she's part of the Samoan family? That's why she's got Who a job. Cares? Can we
1: do like one <laughs> show and just get Rick really drunk and then just mention Nia Jack's a goal? Um
0: <laughs> just being throwing and cooking. that's it. <laughs> well, it's oh, already
1: they kind of dropped the ball when uh, WrestleMania was coming around. They didn't put Kyrie in a big program because she's the Pyre princess. And they were going to do yeah. it in the Bay Stadium with, with a giant pirate ship on the side of the stadium, and it was a pirate themed. It was it was a pirate themed WrestleMania. Yeah. It's
2: just.
1: Uh, and then Shayna Baszler's on like out of I, I don't know what's going on though. I I kind hate WWE anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, mean, I want to like it, but like they're killing NXT with NXT. And then Raw, with the exception of Bobby Lashley, was the only thing I enjoyed. And then uh, SmackDown. And we got to go to that, where they had two amazing matches back-to-back. Oh, should we do The Bash? Did anybody see The Bash? I worked. Yeah. I mean, The yeah, Bash.
0: I, I watched.
1: Fighter Fest. Fire Fest. I'm sorry.
0: Oh, no. I didn't yeah, watch I watched that.
1: that. So was oh, there anything I mean, worth talking about on there?
0: Uh yeah. I mean,
2: I th- I thought it was good. There's some good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think I that I uh Co- I think Cody Rhodes and Jack Swagger was really good. Um the uh it's funny that they embraced it. I don't, I didn't know if they embraced this before, but I just noticed they started calling him Rock Hard Jack Swagger or Rock Hard Jake Hager. <laughs>
0: like when they <laughs> announce
2: him they call him Rock Hard, which is pretty awesome and accurate. Like they should absolutely embrace it. Like yeah dude you you just own it you just own it you're that's your name now (laughs) but um it it was weird it was like it was weird it was like he must have like forgot his gear or something because he normally wears like stuff that's like custom to him but this time it was like he was just like wearing underwear it was
0: weird did you notice that rick or am i nuts uh, I didn't watch it. I just saw like clips of it online. I saw like okay. the highlight reels and stuff like that. Um, I don't know, man. Like it was, it was. I, I'm still not a huge fan of Cody Rhodes. First of all, coming down in the American Nightmare shirt that just looked like the. Uh, it had the.
2: The Great the American same, Bash logo. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was the Great American Bash logo. It's like, dude, can't you just take it in stride? Can't you just let one go? Like, why do you have to fire back? Now WWE is going to fire back. But it was was
1: a WWE fired back. Did did you hear how WWE fired back?
0: No, what they
1: do? They're trying to uh, trademark the Rhodes name again and take it away from them. Yeah. Uh, And for anybody, for WWE to say that they're not competition and all this, like. It's all a lie. super petty, and they're super petty about everything. Like, and it's just,
2: I mean, it's you know fun. what they should do at AEW? What's that? They should, they should have, they should have fake ass ninjas and say samurais, and they're like, look at these samurais. Oh, samurais! Ah. And like, just make fun of every stupid thing. Like, have like Viking, Viking nerds like, like larpers,
1: <laughs> a bunch of larpers.
2: Yeah, <laughs> larpers and larpers and samurais against each other.
1: Don't they have that one dude who like comes in and drops a giant twenty sided die before he wrestles? And he's now wrestling with the librarian in AEW. He's mainly on AEW Dark, oh. which is the only thing I get yeah, to watch with I, AEW I, Dark. Uh, I, I I bartend Wednesday nights, so I don't. If you want to call it bartending with, with the with the plague, <laughs> um, uh, which is basically serving three tables a night and trying to live off of it. Um, yeah, I don't get to see AEW. I just get to see usually NXT. I don't even get to see it all like Friday. So uh, yeah, so I watch AEW Dark, which. Isn't bad. Taz has Taz has been commentating it, which I enjoy. I think Taz is very underrated when it comes to how good of a commentator he was. Uh, I still, agree. I'm still trying to get used to what's his name, uh, uh, Excalibur. Excalibur, but he's he's growing on me. He's not as bad as everybody says he is.
0: <laughs> it was. Yeah. It's
2: weird. Um, in the the uh the the tag team match for the tag titles that had like the best friends in it I was like which i thought was kind of good like the match was kind of good um i just don't i don't get why they're a team together i mean are they best friends or is that just a tag team (laughs) and uh either way i thought the match was pretty good but during the during the match um excalibur brought up that on on at Pro Wrestling Gorilla which nobody watches he was like oh pro wrestling gorilla trent trent was tagged with kenny omega and they were known as the tag team of men of low moral fiber and it's like okay we don't care like you're putting over your company that you own on commentary it's like um how about say on the indies and in, on the indies they tagged this So they are a little familiar with each other. You don't have to like go into like they didn't have to go into where it was and what they were called. Like it's overkill a little bit sometimes. Like you you can give us information without giving us too much information.
1: Yeah, well, you know they they're they're trying to appeal to indie nerd crowd because that's their base, and Mm -hmm. uh, I guess thinking that would work by throwing out like you know like. Oh, pro wrestling gorilla. Oh, the evolve. All oh, this, and like some indie nerds, like I watch that, you know, like because they're like, <laughs> people it. you know, don't get me wrong. From what I hear, you know, PWG is supposedly an awesome, you know, they, they do great things, but I, I just don't. Yeah, get it.
2: To- it is. A, it's a it's a weird. It's just a weird pandery thing, you know. And I mean. Get 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 over what you want to get over, dude. Sure. I mean, but you know, but but the fact, I'm sorry, uh, but the fact yeah, that yeah. they got driven to the sh- they got driven to the ring, like kind of like how our, uh, the revival's been doing with the truck. Yeah, they they got driven to that by Trent's mom in the minivan, and I thought that was awesome. And then they cut to her in the audience, and she's like, yeah! Like, like there's Trent's mom, Sue. Thanks, Sue. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't understand that at all. Was that supposed to be, a, like, I guess that was supposed to be a joke? You know, maybe yeah, because they're,
2: because, you know, like, you, they're the kind of friends, you know, kind of friendship with, with each other that little kids have, and their moms drive them yeah. places? I don't know. I guess. I don't yeah, know. Yeah.
1: They've been best, I guess, you know, when you're best friends when you're kids and your mom's got to drive you to the movies or to the mall. So I guess they did something in that kind of vibe. That's all it was. Uh, Was it good? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I heard the match was good. good, You enjoyed that scene. So obviously it worked. Um, Mm
2: -hmm. Well, it's it's weird also. The, the, okay. So Trent, Trent is Trent Beretta, but they don't say Beretta. But Chuck, Chuck Taylor is Chuck Taylor, and they let him use that name. I don't they, – they said on – I think Excalibur said on, on commentary that Trent lost his last name in a poker game. It's like, can we just give him a different name, or can we, like, like, show evidence of that? Like, there's all this time, all this time to build character and make all this work in, like – we don't have to have wrestling every every damn week. We can go okay. Well, here's the poker game where Trent lost his last name, or like, uh, you know, just some sort of character make me care. Make me care why he's just Trent and well, he's the, tagged with a guy who's named after shoes. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: the problem with uh, AEW, and it, I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily a problem. Um, They are very social media heavy and video heavy, like outside AEW, which is great, but I don't want my entire life revolving around wrestling. So I want to know who the characters are from watching the show, not having to go on all you know, you know, being the elite and then going on to uh, what's his name's vlog and then going to some other internet thing to get something else. Like I don't want to do all that. I don't. I don't. I never did it for WWE too. WWE started trying to do that where they would do backstage interviews and storylines and stuff like that just on WWE.com. I don't watch them. I don't have like you know. You're, we put so but, much, yeah. kind of energy in this as it is. And don't get me wrong. Right. I, I would like to watch more AEW. I just have a job. Like, <laughs> and there's no way because I don't have cable right now. There's no way for me to rewatch the show because God forbid any of these guys put their show on YouTube after it's over. Instead, I got to watch clips or be in the elite and watch them do really bad jokes for like 20 minutes. If I actually want to watch the show.
0: Honestly. Yeah, that's what I do. Like, uh, it's, it's like who has like all this time, like between raw Smackdown and NXT, that's like what? Six hours, seven hours, something like that. It's almost six seven. Hours, yeah. Almost seven hours of uh, of TV to they watch. Could, I mean, they could good. use that time.
2: <laughs> they could use that time to put over that other stuff that they did that didn't make it on TV. Just the stuff that they released randomly through the week. They could use that time with that six hours a week of uh, it's, it's probably more than six hours a week of like wrestling content that we've got to consume as fans. They can't they just throw all that other stuff that like the being the elite stuff or Whatever whatever webisodes they're doing or what like little promos they do or the character development like uh, I mean I for sure want to see that more with WWE than I care to see it with AEW as well, because it's like you guys you guys need to take a break either way. <laughs> like it's 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 due time. You just take a little bit of break ski. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think everybody needs to take a break. Uh, I wouldn't honestly. I wish there was some way we could do like a truce, like just kind of just have like Tony meet in a ring, a, a ring that's not a WWE ring or an AEW ring, just in the middle of some neutral zone, like Oklahoma or something like that, and they just shake hands and then they part ways, and it's like okay, we're gonna be back in like a month or two, you know, just like chill out. Everybody just chill the hell out. Too much crap going on in the world to have wrestling fighting each other. <laughs> what
2: the <hell>? they,
0: should. <laughs> they they should definitely they should
2: definitely have like pandemic panorama or like pandemonium. Pandemic pandemonium and then like uh, <laughs> have have like a joint super thing. Like I was saying that all the companies should get together and try to save wrestling because there's a good chance that like we're you know, who knows what's happening. Who knows what's happening
0: after All this stuff happens.
1: Yeah, that is true.
0: Well, I mean, it's not bad enough that uh what do you call they have to call extreme rules horror show after uh pretty much everybody's calling what's happening now a horror show. So it's getting a little less and less like, hey, everything's fine. Everything's They're calling extreme rules a horror show? Yeah. Yeah.
1: That was literally the tagline all Monday night was they kept saying horror show after everything. And it was uh, WWE has this really bad habit of like with their corporate corporate like promotions that they have to just shove okay. down your throat, and it's like, all right, I get it. I don't need to hear the title eight million times. It's it's not going to stick in my
2: Buzzwords.
1: head. Buzzwords. Buzzwords. It's not going to stick be in my head where like I'm like, cataculted. I have to see. There, There's there's no I have to see because of the name of the show. It's the right. it matches that itself. must have
2: been every single time. What's that? Sorry, what? I'm sorry. I said that must have been every single time I hit the fast forward button. They must have talked about that.
0: <laughs> it was any, any time, time they, get... yeah. it was anytime they talked about Extreme Rules. It's like, oh, Extreme Rules, horror show. It's like um, when they used to talk about In Your House. You're like, In Your House, black, Bad Blood or Revenge of Taker or something like that. It's like okay, you know, okay. Extreme Rules is now In Your House. It's a new In Your House. I'm just done with
1: the pay-per-views. I'm done. I don't even understand why, with with no crowds, why to keep pushing pay-per-views every couple weeks or every three to five weeks, or whatever.
2: And it it's stupid that they're like, like Fighter Fest and then American Bash. They're, they're free TV things. Why do we why do we turn a pay-per-view into a pay-per-view if regular TV is also a pay-per-view too? Shut up! Get out of here! Just put out content. Yeah. Like. Just just you know hit the drums, monkey, and go. We don't care.
0: <laughs> 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 hit the drums, you monkey. <laughs> 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 <Why am> I... <laughs> monkey's hands up, bitch. <laughs> oh my god.
2: I well I'm, I meant to say symbols like the little oh, yeah. dancing, I know monkeys, what you meant. but yeah.
1: But I am—I I am going to try no matter what. I'm going to see how I can figure this out because I'm—I'm really looking forward to the second half of Fighter Fest. I really want to see Jericho, Orange Cassidy, and I haven't heard anything yet, but I'm still looking forward to Moxley and Brian Cage. So I'm hoping well, I heard
2: that that's going to be like two weeks. That's in two weeks, though. Is that two they're weeks? Pushed, now? They pushed that back. Yeah, they—they they pushed that to like the 16th or the 14th or something. Like it got pushed back some. Okay.
0: The 15th because they're, they're doing. Right after Fighter Fest, because the, the night two is, what, July 8th? And then um, on the 15th, they're doing Fight for the Fallen. Oh, Gosh. Also, also live on television.
1: Which I can't really make fun of because I'm a veteran, and I know Fight for the Fallen is, you know, <laughs> benefits go to veterans. But it's like another pay-per-view, another pay-per-view title. You know, it's like, oh, oh awesome. Thank you. Thank you for – can we just – have AEW? <laughs> why do we have to have like a title after everything like dino my just do the wrestling show and put a t-shirt on there and be like if you buy this t-shirt you have the 70th young buck t-shirt put out this month like this one goes to veterans you know like kids <laughs> so we're
0: gonna see nxt uh hog wild pretty soon because <laughs> uh, <laughs> they gotta cut somebody. To are you kidding? It. Is that a thing? No, I'm kidding. Is that, kidding. Is that a legit thing? <laughs> oh, I was gonna say they're gonna it'd be, us. It'd be awesome if it was. It's like just like like the hell. Not only are we endangering everybody else, now we're gonna bring the quarantine. We're gonna bring the COVID to you. It's going to be COVID in your house. It's just going to be, It'll be like
2: an, an outside be motorcycle cool. festival.
1: So Funny enough, I completely yeah. forgot about those, and then I was watching old matches, and I, I can't remember the match I was watching it came up. I forgot about all the motorcycles, and they would just rev the motorcycles the whole time the guys were wrestling Yeah. and how annoying that was. <laughs> oh,
2: my God. It was Dude, so awful. There
1: is, It was a whole this South is Park. something. For three hours.
2: <laughs> there's, there's, a, <laughs> there's a thing that like certain events are doing when it comes to um like drive-in movie theaters and stuff like drive-in movie theaters like people are doing like stand-up comedy at uh, drive-in movie theaters where like the people like honk their horns as a way to laugh or like they're doing like wrestling shows at drive-in theaters like I, that might be kind of cool to do at, at like WWE or at, or uh, NXT or AEW to have an event like that, but I think the horns might get annoying
0: to watch that on TV. Oh my god, yeah. The horns would be so freaking bad. But yeah. would say, it would it would be it would be a way to, to get a crowd, but it would just be like you'd have to have a roll of please don't honk your damn horn. You know, you can roll down, you can crack you know- your window and yell. <laughs> That's what you can do. I said,
2: I wish I hadn't seen Ricky on the sidewalk. <laughs> All
0: right. Um, <laughs> we, should, uh, we should run down the cards, right? Because we still got night twos to deal with. Um, We're we'll talking about this next week. Great American you know, bash, funny, Night. Twos. Yes.
1: I, I definitely say this, though. I will have to say, even by reading the cards and what matches actually went on and watching NXT, I didn't even watch AEW, and I have to say AEW probably won this week with matches, because I thought I thought AEW. I mean WWE's Clash of Champions with the NXT crew was not good. It was not a good show.
0: Um, it had, well, it had some parts to it I liked. It was uh, I like the it. uh, a nice match I liked. Um, I, I didn't mind the uh, the Dexter Lumis riding strong thing. I thought I thought that was okay. It wasn't good as far as crowd matches go. It wasn't that good. Uh, it had a few good matches on it. I like, I said, uh, I like yeah. the main event. I like the main
1: event because uh, it really got to show how good Sasha is again. Without wrestling <laughs> in a
2: tag team, she had a straight up match. Well, <laughs> that they, they did, they did do a, a horn honk in that match that that almost caught caught cost the other girl the match. Yeah, that when Bailey was honking that horn, it, they did yeah, incorporate it fun, that. B- b- that what was that? A, a red, white, blue Dodge Viper? They yeah. incorporated that a couple times on uh, the whole show.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, I think everybody tried to forget about that.
1: Bailey uh, is really yeah. kind of annoying, but the bad kind of annoying.
0: Yeah. Like, I yeah, really can't handle
1: Bailey right now. I can't. <laughs> but I guess she's doing what? her job. I guess she's doing it well. Because every time she comes yeah. on the screen, I want to change the channel.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm, I'm digging heel belly. Um, I think that she finally found her groove as that annoying, like uh, I'm better than you type of heel. It's um, it's it's kind of like that uh, that queen bee in school. That's just like I'm better than you, and you're stupid. Like I'm pretty. I'm people want to be me, and like she has that kind of role now, and it's uh, it's better than what they were doing. Because when she first turned heel, they had no clue. They had no. She had no clue how to act. They had no idea what to do with her. And she finally found that role. Like putting her with Sasha Banks, I think, really put her in that. You know, we're we're ruling the school right now. Like well, I think
1: I think, her having, I think her having Sasha next to her, she's more comfortable doing things because she's mm-hmm. got she's got one of her best friends sitting next to her. So I I think it's easier for her to be a knucklehead and do a bunch of dumb stuff like she's doing because. She can just do it to try Pop and Sasha, and then she gets all you know, it helps her be like you know, the heel that she's trying to be. I just I can't deal
0: with it. That <laughs> <I can't. laughs> oh man, um, yeah, so let's uh let's go down these cards real quick. Uh, we'll, we'll run them down to what we got on, on store for NXT and for AEW this week. Uh, Great American Bash, we got. Uh, Brazongo and Drake Maverick versus the uh, the Phantasma group it was a Legado del Fantasma or whatever they're calling themselves now. The cruiserweight champion. Dude, so we got the, dude the the
2: the promo that, that that they did on NXT was really good. I I like I like their little promo. I thought like that this is the way a, a good presentation is made. I really mm-hmm. dug it a lot.
0: Yeah, um, I wasn't sure about uh, the whole Phantasma thing, um, you know, once he took the mask off and he was the, you know, he was the one kidnapping people out in the parking lot and stuff like that. I thought that was kind of weird, but this is uh, this is starting to be uh, something enjoyable, I think. It, it should be him like
1: there's, – there's not a bad wrestler out of all six of them. I mean, so yeah. the, if they I, – I don't see it being a long match, but I see it being a really good match like maybe five maybe ten at tops yeah I think uh, it'll also open got,
0: uh, sorry but
1: I think it'll end up opening the show on on Wednesday I can see them open
0: yeah I think it should um, we also got a uh, gargano versus Scott man swerve and uh and uh, mr wrestling over here Johnny Wrestling. uh I I think this is gonna be a great match I really like uh uh, Swerve, man. I'm, I'm really digging him. They haven't really done much with him these past couple weeks, so I'm looking forward to this match.
1: This is going to be good, depending on how much time you get, and uh, I think both guys are super talented, and this could be a really good match. It just depends who they decide to have win. That's the whole thing. Like I think Swerve really needs a big win because uh, he, he kind of looked like a chump in the uh, in the uh, Cruiserweight tor- like round robin they were doing so i don't i i hope he does well
2: uh it should be a fun match though
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, um, uh,
2: real real quick want to want to comment uh real fast on on that uh that phantasmo thing rockstar spud came out i was watching that with gray wolf and he was like what why is beavis out there he thought that rockstar spud or uh maverick looked like beavis and he I think that uh, I'm never gonna I'm never gonna not look at him and see Beavis now that now that Gray Wolf
0: has said that. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> I can totally see that. <laughs> uh, next up, we got uh, Mia Yim Yemen Kenneth Barret in a street fight. I guess they're continuing the feud from uh, from last week. Don't uh,
1: care. From- <laughs>
0: Uh, it's a street fight. It can
2: should I, be can, pretty good. Can Can I say something that that might feel like it's a jerky thing, and I don't mean to be a jerk to these women because I really like them. Sure. I feel like once I've seen one of their matches, I've seen all of their matches. Like, hmm. like it's it's weird. It's like, like they're not doing anything I haven't seen before, and it's 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 not as interesting as it should be. Like there should be a way that I'm caring more than I do. Uh, uh, personally, Mia Yim's a friend of mine, <laughs> but I feel like <laughs> I, if I've seen if I've seen uh, one of her matches, I feel like I've seen them all.
0: Mm-hmm. Is is that it's weird? Just, uh, are, you, are you just talking about is that, me is and that just me? Ray? That's well, are you just talking about either, me, both and Candice Wright, or are you both, talking about every woman in NXT? I
2: it it might be every woman in NXT but i don't feel that way about Rhea Ripley it's it's just weird it just seems like there's like a a like an upper level of NXT that i feel like oh yeah they they're real good and then like a level below that that makes me go like why am i not caring more
0: yeah i kind of i kind of feel the same way um it's not that i don't care uh i still watch the matches and i still think they're good uh, but i agree with you that it's getting kind of stale like we've seen, like that we've seen it before. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think that's why you put on a match like this in a street fight, so you can see something different. I don't think they're going to stick to the ring and just be like, "Oh, we're going to hit each other," or not, you know, not take advantage of the count out or something like that. You know, like it, it's they're going to be fighting outside the ring and brawling. I hope, I hope that's what they're going for. I don't so, care. I'm I'm gonna
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna ma- I will maintain my stance on. NXT and WWE's women's division is way better than AEW's. Hands down. Oh, definitely, definitely. Uh, I can't I can't I can't understate it. So like if if it sounds like I'm crapping on these women, I'm not. But like the women's I mean, they're still head and shoulders above what AEW is doing with their women's division. In my opinion. Um,
0: Uh, I'm sure you're excited to see uh, T. Knox and Io Shirai then for the also next week uh, for the women's championship. So that's probably going to be along the same lines for you there. So we got two women's Mm -hmm. matches forward to and report to you next week. But we also have Adam Cole and Keith Lee in the winner take all match. So that's the one I'm really, really looking forward to. Um, I really hope that's going to live up to my expectations.
2: I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking, that's probably the one that most people are looking for, most forward to.
1: I don't see any match topping this. I mean, maybe, maybe a match in AEW, but I don't see WWE having anything that's going to beat this this match, uh, quality wise or for me excitement wise. I'm I'm really excited for this match. So, I mean, it may not be on my face because I'm still getting over to Mia Yim
0: match.
1: <laughs> it's just it just sapped all the energy out of me. <laughs> well, yeah
0: I'm uh, right. let's, um, let's talk about uh, well, let's talk about AEW for a little bit here we got um, uh, Lance Archer is taking on Joey Janela with uh, Jacob Stick Roberts in his corner there um, we got uh, who is this Rose and um, to be determined so I don't know who uh, another Rose is going to be facing here but she's going to be on the card still don't have an opponent for her which is kind of weird um, Jericho versus Cassidy. This is going to be like super weird. I like you all know my thoughts on uh, on Orange Cassidy. I'm excited. Um, yeah, honestly, I'm I'm starting to come around on him a little bit. It's so, be fun. Uh, we'll see. This uh, this I think will be my uh, my turning point on whether or not I care about Orange Cassidy enough. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Fight Fighter okay. Fest Night Two. Turning point. Oh, <laughs> uh, We got Colt Cabana in the Dark Order Versus uh, SoCal Uncensored
1: um, uh, Hopefully they Continue the storyline with Colt Cabana In the Order and they don't Make Colt turn, uh, Colt turn on them so Quickly yeah. uh, Besides that it's another Six talented guys That's going to be a pretty solid match Wait, is it evil Uno, or is it one of the other guys in the Dark Order?
0: Is I have no it, idea. Oh, I know, I know Birdie Lee's in it.
1: Maybe so, five. It tal- there to might to be five talented guys.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see what happens, man. It's, it's all, uh like I said, it's all depending on who they put in that match, and yeah. we'll see what happens. Um Here's one that kind of blows my mind a little bit. We got FTR versus the Young Bucks. Versus the Butcher and the Blade. Why are the Butcher and the Blade in this match? I do not like them. I want to see FTR versus the Bucks. That's all I'm going to see. Why are the Butcher and the Blade in this match?
1: Because this is how they get to uh, stall for their inevitable well,
2: one-on-one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So they throw the Butcher and the Blade in there. Butcher and Blade are going to lose the match. And we still don't get to see that one-on-one confrontation between these two tag teams yet. That's all it is.
0: And it should be a good match. But yes, I'm not know. yet. yet. Um, I watched... Have, uh, I watched... I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. You watched what? No,
2: I was saying, I just recently... I watched uh, FTR's first match in, in AEW against the Butcher and the Blade. Like, this just a regular tag match. And it was really good. It was really good. I give them mega loads of credit. Um i um I'm not sure if I'm sold on the butcher guy yet, but like he's just some he's just some bass player guy like he's he's already famous from some he's he's uh he's just famous from being in some band and now he's a wrestler okay
1: like did I, not notice I, I,
2: whatever <laughs> uh,
1: did not notice uh,
2: okay all right well. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you guys host a wrestling radio show. I don't know. Maybe you should. Do some I, don't, I, don't, I don't. host a music show.
0: Dang it. <laughs>
2: no, my my girlfriend's a big metalhead. Like you guys, you guys don't have metalhead girlfriends like me, who hosts a wrestle a a a, a,
0: a metal show. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> We're going to find out. But uh, the last match in <laughs> the card is uh, Kenny Omega and uh, Adam Page versus Private Party. So I don't know um, where, where all this is going to fall on the card. I got to imagine Jericho and uh, Cassidy are main event, but that's probably you know right before it. Double main event type of thing. I see Jericho um, going
1: to show out. It locks. Yeah, yeah. See Jericho.
0: Hmm.
1: I don't think the butcher and the blader. No, uh-huh. they,
0: they should <laughs> definitely
2: feed somebody to Brian Cage to lead up to this Moxley match, like on the on night two of Fighter Fest. It should it it should well, be Moxley, a feeder.
0: No, the, the Moxley thing is um is getting pushed back to the fight for the Fallen show because he's still yeah. Has, that's what I
2: was saying. Right. Uh, th- I was saying they should before that before that match, they should have him have a match with somebody who he can have uh, a good match with, instead yeah. of instead of just going like, oh, he's just gonna bump somebody and throw some little guy through a thing, like he's just gonna throw this per the. It's like, dude, why are you why are you getting a shot at the championship against John Moxley when all you've done is just bump little people, like. Mm-hmm. Give, give, make you make him a credible person. Yeah. If they can do that on night two of fight, Fighter Fest, then it might make more sense for him to get a championship match at the at the Fight for the Fallen.
0: Yeah, put him against Luchasaurus or somebody, somebody that's like a real big crowd favorite, and then if he beats him, like that's that's huge. That's huge for Fight for the Fallen. Dude, Dude, so
1: AEW, He's a rhythm guitarist for a band I've never even heard of. Every time I da- – <laughs>
2: Say the name of the band.
1: Every time I <laughs> – Yeah, they're a, pop-
2: they're a popular band.
1: Notre Dame. Hey. <laughs> hey. I work in music. I've never heard of them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's just your girl going to jab at you. Yo. Know. Metal's What's awesome that? wrestling. I think your girl's just taking a jab at you that metal's awesome and wrestling sucks because she <laughs> hates
2: wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could be a part of it. <laughs> that could be a piece. That could be a real big puzzle piece. Now that <laughs> I'm thinking about it.
0: It's
1: a part. It's a metal post hardcore band. Up uh, probably well, like I for sure
2: band. have heard the name of it. I no. for sure have heard of them. I've never listened to them. No. Nah, what
0: whatevs. Well, I think it's about that time we shine a spotlight on one person, guys. Who is going to win wrestling this week? Who wins wrestling? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, Corey, let's start with you, man. Who wins wrestling this week?
2: I'm gonna say Chris Jericho. Um, that that the build towards the match with Orange Cat. Okay, on top of that, on top of the the, the build, him on commentary has been fun. Uh, I think it's been really good. Uh, I like that he keeps calling everything meat and potatoes. Uh, I think that's funny. I don't know what. It, I mean, it really feels like something an old man would say. But like. I get it, sure, yeah. Meat and potatoes. Everything's meat and potatoes. Um, And uh, the the thing with the the big sack of oranges. Oh, that was that's probably just like so gross. The ring was probably so sticky. And being Orange Cassidy, being so sticky, and then like like Jericho took a big bite of an orange and spit it on him, and then threw the orange at him. It was like, oh, that's probably disgusting. (laughs) I I enjoyed it. I
1: I, like I said, I enjoyed his feud and. Orange Cassidy's like the largest merch seller I heard in AEW right now. So he's as close to being like really, really big. So I think this is the match that like you know gets Orange Cassidy to that next level. And it, it I, I'm I'm excited for it. I'm actually really excited for this match because that's all Jericho's doing. Jericho just keeps making stars. He takes a guy that none of us know from the independence and he makes him somebody. And it's it's awesome. I love it. He's basically taking what wrestlers were supposed to do over all these years. You're supposed to when you're the old guy, you're supposed to take the new kid and and turn them into somebody as you you know, and he's doing it and he does it right. And he still makes himself look great in the process. Very true.
0: So Mark, who do you need for this week? <sighs>
1: It was tough, man. It was uh, It was either – I was juggling Bobby Lashley or Sasha Banks because I thought both of them had great showings this week. But I'm going to go with Sasha. Um, she's probably the most underrated female wrestler at the time right now because it's not her fault. It's because WWE doesn't wrestle on television. Uh, they have that one-on-one match on Wednesday and show that she's still – in that league of the Charlotte's and all the other world champions are out there. I think her and Oscar are the two best female wrestlers that WWE has. And uh, yeah. I, I guess this slow burn or her turning on Bailey, uh, when it finally does hit, it's going to be pretty pretty awesome. And uh, like I said, she had a great match on Wednesday, and she had two really good showings on Monday Monday and Friday. Uh, just more of her gimmick and. Yeah, she was in the ring with Oscar and Drew McIntyre on Monday. So I I see her as uh, right now the best wrestler I saw this week.
0: I think so too. Um,
2: Can I can I give uh, somebody who I thought was at number two? But
0: I'll let Rick. I'll let you go first.
2: Who who (laughs) do you think wins wrestling? Uh,
0: I'm gonna go with Timothy Thatcher. He was um. Oh, what a great match! I forgot about that match. Was awesome. Yeah. Timothy yeah. Thatcher was in that match with uh, with Oni Larkin on um on the Great American Bash, and that match was fantastic. And he just looks like a like a it beast. It was a good guy. match. And yeah, how good,
1: mm-hmm. how good is Oni Larkin, and gets no dude? He's so he gets good. No credit.
0: He gets no credit at all. Um, hopefully, somebody sees that very soon that they're they're sleeping on somebody, uh, and it's 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 really got to change. <laughs> Because damn man, like uh only looking very good. But Tim Thatcher, man, just as soon as he won and he picked himself up and he just gave that smile and he's missing that tooth, he just looked insane. So he's he has like that that weird personality where he's quiet and he's like um just uh, I don't know, insane somehow. Just that just that that weird quiet personality where he's like, I'm gonna beat the crap out of you in, you know. At any time I want to. He's just had that weird thing. So I don't know. I'm digging him a lot. Yeah, week. it looked like looked like they had an
1: issue when they tagged when they tagged him up with uh Riddle. They didn't know what to do with him because of how he's not a bland personality, but he's so different from WWE's like you know, boisterous like characters. And it looked yeah. like it took him a, it took him a little bit, but now they figure out what to do with him. And uh, I think that match was a really good jump off point for Timothy Thatcher. Uh and like I said. Oni Larkin was a perfect guy to have him go in there and chain wrestle and just a lot of hard hitting and and you know submission, you know submission chain wrestling, which you don't get to see a lot anymore in WWE. It was really good, really good match. Corey, who was your
0: number two?
2: John Morrison, dude. Whoa, oh, he really showed God. me something in his his match his match with Riddle. I think, like, I, I I don't think Riddle. I I just don't. I've been saying it forever. I don't really. I don't see it. I don't get it with Matt Riddle, and like them giving him that promo time was like, eh, whatever. But like the the performance that John Morrison put on with Matt Riddle was like, dude, he doesn't need to be with the Miz. Do something else with him. He's underrated. Look how good he is. And that match like really, really proved it. And uh, I would say, if I didn't if I didn't say the first person, I would have said John Morrison. I would have said Chris Jericho.
1: That weird, almost like power bomb, where he spun Matt Riddle on his head. I mean, mm-hmm. what was that? Because I, I don't get the John Morrison thing. I don't get why WWE sleeps on that guy. They had him for years and did nothing with him. They have him again. They're doing nothing with him. Uh, I don't get it. I, I, I yeah, think he I, d- he's. I think he put he's him. He's definitely more than just
2: an accessory to the Miz.
1: I think you put him with a smoking hot valet. Like like he used to be, but because uh, oh. sometimes you know Morrison has a little trouble talking. But you put someone to talk for him, and let him just do everything else in the ring and do a little bit of talking. You're you're easily looking at what U.S. champ at least, <coughs> a good U.S. champ run too. Yeah, bless um,
0: you. Yeah, well, that was the problem with him uh, last time. Vince just kind of ran out of uh, like basically what's happening with Ricochet right now is he just doesn't see the value in in him whatsoever. So now we're getting we still have John Morrison and occasionally he's in singles matches, but right now he's pretty much like the Mrs. Sidekick, you know, the Mrs. Tag Team right. Partner, and uh, that's where he's uh, he's going to be for a while, I guess.
2: I'll never understand any of it. I can't yeah. understand it. I think that oh, yeah. they, should do a, a, they should do an angle where Morrison's like, yo, how come you don't get me spots on these shows? You got this cannonball show now? You got this other reality show? How come you don't get me sp- How come you don't hook me up? And then, like, they turn on each other and have, have a little program.
0: How, I mean, come, I mean, how come we're
2: out here talking about how we're in movies, we don't ever talk about my indie movies that were really fun? How come we don't talk about that? And then Ms. is like, come on, we know those don't count. That's why I told you to not mention them. I wouldn't, you know, like have it go back like they're.
1: I honestly thought him. that's what they were doing. I I thought they're when he brought the like Morrison back and he was tagging with the Miz. I thought it was like for an, you know because that's all WWE does. as it is they always is put the two, nostalgia pop. The the nostalgia pop. They're singles. They're both individual singles wrestlers. You have them as a tag team. One turns on the other, and then John Morrison, you know, would have been big again and. I mean, I don't get it. Like, the, the guy is so unbelievably talented. He did that cartwheel into Dude, a powerbomb, like, like suplex or whatever. It
2: was, it was nuts. He, he, he like countered a superplex into like a, like, into like almost a Spanish fly arm drag motion and, and then did a, and then did a standing Spanish fly right, right, right after that. And it was like, oh. Yeah, um, most people aren't doing stuff like that. Um, maybe take notice. He oh. man, can you imagine a John Morrison versus AJ Styles in the, like a singles like program for the Intercontinental Championship? That'd be cool. Well,
1: we, we didn't even talk about that. He he wrestled Gulak right after that Matt Riddle match, and right right after AJ did something I haven't seen him in a while. He hit Gulak with a power bomb right into the Styles clash. And then propped Gulak on the ropes, and then forced them to take a, a you know, phenomenal forearm. It was one of the. It was so dope, and Gulak is so good. Uh, like as, as I was saying, SmackDown the first two matches, and then the rest of the show was like, "Meh." And he was like, "Dude, we just came out the gates so hot," <laughs> and uh, and then you know, dude, let's take it to the swamp.
2: Look like, great right afterwards. <laughs> it's like All right, I'm done. I don't want to watch smackdown anymore <laughs> yeah i i mean i i think in the ring i think in the ring baron corbin's improving every time I and mean, he's never he doesn't have a bad match but um i don't see why he has a problem with matt riddle i don't get it i don't want to get it i don't care like just yeah.
1: i think that Here's i think what else. it is, is i think what it is is corbin's one of the only legit heels they have so when they want to get a face over, they just like all right, we'll put him in a program with Corbin. Why? Well, well, Corbin, nobody likes him. And then they'll like the other guy better. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's great, but give it a reason, other than like Matt Riddle walk by him once, and that all of a sudden now they're in a program. Like it makes no sense. You know, And now like the way Corbin, because he's king, he can make anybody wrestle the guy he doesn't like for him. Like, what I, I don't get to any of that either.
2: Uh, some sort of authority. Yeah. And this makes no sense. Uh, kind of similar to how Mark said Mark said that Lana was the James Ellsworth of women. Yeah. Baron Corbin is the Vicky Guerrero of men.
0: He <laughs> very much is.
1: If he <laughs> screamed excuse me once, that would be the greatest thing ever. All
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, that's great. All right, guys. I think we got to go wrap it up and take it home here. Uh, Mark, you have anything uh, to plug before we go? Can't really
1: talk about any of my jobs because you know COVID and unemployment and all the other fun stuff. But uh, I'll let you guys know once everything's uh, legal. Because uh, if you know anything about the restaurant business right now, it is really a mess with everything going on right now. So. Uh, just everybody stay safe wear your masks and people nice when you go to restaurants cuz a lot of people are treating us like garbage out there and we're risking our health to
2: uh, hand you a cheeseburger so that's all i can say. <clears throat> dude, be supportive of your be supportive of your 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 fu- your food service workers for sure. Get dude, out there dude, and you know I'm super be kind of everybody
1: man. I, if i go to a if i go to a store like even like cuz i had to buy clothes for my new job like I'm super nice to the counter people because they're stuck there making, like what nine bucks an hour to, to to sell me a pair of shorts that I need for a pop-up garden I'm working at. Like, dude, just take care of people, man. Like we're, we we're out there, we're out there giving you what you want when we should be all home and stay safe too. So, yeah. And then you know, go watch all the wrestling that I miss while I'm working. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Boy, what you to what you? Uh, I was a guest. I was a guest this week on, on the Stewpot, pot. <coughs> Marconi's podcast, uh, episode 12. Uh, and we talked about the speaking out movement. We talked about like, uh, probably one of the most personal interviews I've ever given anyone. Um, so check that out on, on, uh, you go on Spreaker or on iTunes or, you know, Apple podcasts, Spotify, all the, all the channels. Um, I, I'm I'm going to be on this afternoon. I'm going to be on uh, the 2300 podcast, which is a uh, you know about wrestling, of course, probably about Philly <laughs> wrestling. Is that
1: which, because of 20, know, is, tw- is that because of the 2300?
2: Yeah. H- yeah, because of the because of the name of that building. Um, but um, check that out. Check out. I got new episodes of my podcast coming out every Monday. Tomorrow, my episode that I recorded with uh, Danny Cage of The Monster Factory. We'll drop of Evolving with Corey Castle. That'll come out at noon tomorrow. Um, check out, I did, um, the last episode was with uh, Joe Gariffo, uh, the Philly filmmaker. And uh, man, I, I, I'm just continuously, ha- that that's what's funny. Like why I was so pissed off when you guys got on, on the line with me today is because like my laptop going out is like the absolute thing to not be happening right now because I have, a couple things scheduled to to record tomorrow because uh, I get back tomorrow from my first day of training at my my new job ski pro wrestler yeah. return, high school bus driver.
0: <laughs> Congratulations on that, by the way. Thanks, man. Thank you. Love the, fact, love the fact that I've been driving trucks for twenty years. You 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 know you're stepping in and you're immediately going to be making more money than I am. That's fantastic. <laughs> I'm just, I'm cutting in line,
2: man.
0: That <laughs> Danny just jump out right in front. <laughs> work. Man. We, we got. <laughs>
2: oh, you know the other thing I was gonna say. I say it every time, but sincerely, um, if you like this show, if you're subscribed to Rick's YouTube channel, you're watching us. Great. If you're liking what you see, awesome. You know. Let us know you exist. Leave a comment below. Uh, you know, make sure you subscribe to Rick's channel because he's got new wrestling videos coming out every single day. Uh, make sure you subscribe to uh, however you listen to the podcast. If you listen to it on, on uh, Spreaker or Stitcher or – that's not Spreaker. But if you listen to it on iPod, iPod Apple Podcasts, or, or uh, Google Podcasts, wherever you might get your podcast. You know, make sure you throw us one of those ratings and reviews, too. I mean, we like to know that people are digging it because, you know, dude, we're we're all in this together kind of thing. And uh, it seems like it seems like uh, we could use some more love. So help us out. Give us some love. Thanks.
0: Uh, well, Corey plugged my YouTube channel. So I'll plug his. Uh, go to YouTube.com slash Corey You can see all the <laughs> evolving episodes that are up so far. Uh, but yeah, check out my YouTube channel, man. It's full of uh, Wrestle Rock videos like this one, and it's full of uh, independent pro wrestling and a whole bunch of challenge videos and sketch comedy and all kinds of stuff on there. So that's youtube slash Connor. If you like this podcast and you want to buy some merch for it, check out teespring.com slash stores slash rock And all kinds of stuff on there is uh, uh, T-shirts and all kinds of things and everything. Uh, all proceeds are donated to charity which is very, very cool. Uh, check out my other podcast that I do with Mark's sister, Karen. Uh, it's called Eh, It's Something to Do. It's a pop culture podcast. We do new pop culture, <clears throat> old pop culture, uh, TV shows, movies, what have you. Uh, so check that out. You can find that wherever you listen to podcasts. And that will about do it for this episode of Wrestle Rock. I'm Rick Connor.
1: Mark Kavacher.
0: Corey Castle. <laughs> <laughs> We're also promoting hats and headphones, I guess, to think. Uh, let's figure it, it out like we always do with Mr. Nick Frank. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday.
2: Join us again for another episode of Russell Rock. This has been Jay Davis speaking.